New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you over here. Rev Z over here getting things all activated and situated. <laughs> <laughs> and we're a couple of ministers talking shit. This happens every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. Mountain Time Zone. Uh, thank you for being with us. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing here on New Thought Media Network. Serene salutations to Geneva. Good afternoon, Fiona. Good to see you. Glad you're with us, dear one. Anybody else that's watching, please feel free to chat along, chime along, drop a comment. Let us know you're with us. Let us know what you think. Feel free to engage in our conversation this morning. Uh, those that know the program know that Z and I get together on Friday mornings. We talk about just about anything we want to talk about. Um, so we want to start. It's interesting, you know. We talk a lot about guns on this program. We talk a lot about politics on this program. Um, and there's plenty of that stuff to talk about this week. Uh, but we want to open up by saying happy pride. <laughs> and you know, I, I, like, it's I, like happy, I like to say happy pride, not only in honor and respect of my LGBTQ family and friends, uh, but also just to piss off the right wing. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of that going on these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're 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 uh, they're twigs in between right now. They, they you know they don't really know what to do with accepting people as people, whether you like them or not, whether you agree with them or not. You know, it seems to be that their whole modus operandi, if you will, is it is to try to hide it hide it any fashion any uh mention i mean you know when they when they start pressuring the stores to get rid of fashion and shirts and things that 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 honor and represent uh the community i mean just know if you don't want it don't buy it i mean you don't have to i mean and i guess that's what's doing it but you don't have to buy that particular thing that's like you know we don't want to sell you sell aspirin because people get headaches and we don't agree that headaches are real so so we, we're going to boycott you because you're selling aspirin it's like really what is i mean that's a stark that's a stark example but i think it gets the point across yes exactly <laughs> folks if you're uh if you're not aware of what we're referring to here in the U u.s uh target stores are facing a pushback now i didn't know this one the la dodgers are put are facing um 
some backlash as well. And all of this is over affirming LGBTQ folks' right to exist, really. I mean, and we were talking before the show, in the old days, if a company wasn't affirming of Mm -hmm. LGBTQ, um, then they faced a backlash or they faced some pressure or they faced a boycott, but it wasn't violent. I don't ever remember a rabbit, you know, a ra- roving gr- uh, group of, of gay guys wandering into Target or Walmart stores and ripping apart the stores. <clears throat> the stories I keep hearing, and, and granted, it's not a lot of sto- stories, but the stories are that people are being violent towards the workers being violent yeah, to- and yeah. aggressive towards the people that are just trying to do their job. And let's be honest, folks, if you're doing, if you're working the floor in retail, you definitely aren't there because of your decision-making capabilities. So these decisions are being made way up top of the chain and people are just coming in and getting violent and attacking workers because a company made a decision to affirm a lifestyle, uh, a, a um, other than their own. Yeah. And we got that. Yeah. This something got to end. <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a famous, I say quote from uh, Dr. Ernest Holmes that says a house divided against itself cannot stand. And that's what we're kind of dealing with now. Uh, you know, I saw something, uh, I forget the uh, representative name in Montana, who's a, who's a trans person, and um, they they tried to cancel her. Right. And the governor of Montana, and the governor of Montana has a, has a non-binary child. Right. Yep. Um, Zoe Zephyr. Zoe Zephyr is uh, up there in, in Montana. And... And I, I want people to know this is happening everywhere. So many know that I have a transgender teen. Um, turned eighteen, turns eighteen in June, and we were talking yesterday about they now get to vote. And his response is, "Thank God, because I'm afraid that if it continues." there's going to be a federal mandate outlawing gender affirming care and, and gender affirmation. And, you know, being the good dad, my first, and being, I guess the, the believing Democrat, my first response was, well, that's, that's not really going to happen. Um, but then I had to stop and remember, yeah, I didn't think Trump could get elected either with all his bigotry and all his misogyny and, and all the pro and, and yet here we are looking, you know, right. Trump is the four is the leading candidate in the Republican party right now. <laughs> and we know he's a crook. Well, now they, well, they got him on yeah. tape now saying, you know, I, I shouldn't let you see these cause they're classified and uh, playing the big man, swinging his big thing around his papers around that. I can't let you see these. These are st- <laughs> Well, did you declassify the stuff or didn't you dude? Which one was it? Because uh, you say you declassified all this stuff, so it's legal. But now you're. Just... 
it's you know and, and since we since we on this politic thing let's just 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 go a little deeper uh i i'm sure by now and if not by now very shortly after now <laughs> everybody <laughs> will hear will hear something about uh president biden taking a fall yesterday here in colorado springs not too far from where we are uh he was speaking at the commencement of at the air force academy which is only about an hour hour and a half depends on where you're coming from from denver metro area and the 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 talking you know points are going to be huge oh yeah yeah they're they're gonna he's he's too old and, and all of that you know And I want to be sure, you know, I don't know that I disagree with that point. <laughs> I, there are times where I, I do question why we let ourselves be led by generally men that are well past the retirement age, well yeah. past the age where we tend to put people out to pasture, as it were. But in politics, it's okay to be 80, 70 running for office and and when i question i question if we should i right i question why the democratic party isn't a little more open to other candidates this time around i i agree and and i agree uh that you know when i get that age it's i i want to be i'll still be doing something but it won't be stressful running a country i might you know i work at a at a Starbucks, or I may volunteer at a at a shelter, or at you know at the library reading books to kids or something. But but I heard I heard something the other day uh, that was very interesting in relationship to this whole thing about age, right? When the Golden Girls came on, which was about uh you know uh, it was focused on women, but it was about women past their prime or whatever. Right. They were in their they were in their 50s, right? On the show. Now I'm not I don't know what their real age was, but on the show, that their ages was projected to be in the 50s, and they were the golden girls. Now, 50 now, you know, 50 is the new 30, some people say, uh, you know, how they do all that. Uh and and so the other part of it is the eight the because there's so many baby boomers and so many um millennials who came after that i think i get them all mixed up too many letters and names gen x gen x uh so they they're getting older the younger z's and and everything are not having as many kids so they're projecting that at some point there's going to be this massive amount of seniors Mm. oh yeah well, my generation, right? I'm Gen X, and we're 50s, pushing 60s. Um, we're getting there as it is. That, and and yeah, from my understanding, the generations beyond that um, are having less children, and uh, and there are, is going to be a massive influx of seniors into you know as we as we continue to age through. Um, I guess I would just like to see. I'd like to see a, a little more progressive thinking leadership in our country. Yeah, Maybe. Definitely. I think we need a younger person. There's <clears throat> no question Joe is working towards 
right? And I, you know, better than the alternative right now. No question about that. And Joe's still trying to, you know, finish what he started 50 years ago kind of thing. He's been in, he's been in politics for so long. There are, I do agree with the questions that I would like to see some, a, a, a broader discourse on the future of the Democratic Party, but they don't want to have that. They don't want to talk to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. They don't want to talk to Marianne Williamson. They don't they don't want to talk to Jamie Dimon. They don't want to talk to people that aren't establishment Democrats. And well, isn't that just as bad as the far right closing a blind eye to anybody but Trump? I I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they well, well, DeSantos. I mean, they got a younger option, DeSantos. But I don't know if I like that option, uh, for sure. Uh, what, <laughs> we got to help out with his with his vowels today. It's DeSantis. <laughs> we got to worry about DeSantos is yeah, no, a marginalized weird guy. No, I I call it DeSantos because I'm thinking he's a te- a, 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 a Cheeto. Uh, uh, he that he's in my home state. I was born and raised in Florida. I. I could care less what his name is, really. Uh, and, and you know, because he has made a mockery of my home state and he's put in, I mean, when you put in a law that disavows universities and organizations that get funding that supports equity among the various constituents, if you will, that make up your state, right? Right. That's that just seems like I'm shooting myself in the foot. Yeah. Why would you? I mean, you the people. If you if, if an organization that takes federal money or, or state money, state money, not federal money, cannot participate in 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 uh, protest march or activist march for social justice for anything about diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, that just seems crazy that you banned organizations that means all the organizations on the university and there's a bunch of them in florida that are not private right right can't participate in these kind of events to speak out against an injustice or or or, or some wrong that has been done especially if it's the state now if the state has done something that's 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 not in line with with equity and justice you can't even speak out of it if you're getting money from the school system yeah which means you also can't have gender affirming clubs exactly so so the lgbtq community is left without any form of support it's in many ways, it feels like we're, in certain states at least, we're pushing people back in the closet and trying to lock the door on them and deny yeah, yeah. these yeah. people. I We keep saying it, right? I'm going to be in Florida this year, and, um, and I want there to be something I can do to make my visit impactful to let, to not only let a, a, a portion of the of the florida see what we got to do folks is we got to let the people that are lgbtq in florida know that we're with them we got to find we got to find those ways to let those people know they're not alone that even though they're fighting a hell of a fight right now even though they're facing massive amounts of oppression 
prejudice right now that they're not alone. And there's a lot of people in this country that do want to affirm who they are, that do want to affirm their their right to be alive and, and to express themselves. Um, and simultaneously let the other half of Florida or the lesser half of Florida, let's say, know that this ain't right. What you're doing is not on the side of the divine here. And here's the, here's the, here's the crazy part of this to me, right? So I'm wondering how they're going to uh, uh, handle the black student unions or the black student associations at these universities in Florida. Are they going to, that have been there, you know, since the 60s. So they've been there for 50 years. Uh, what are they going to do about those? Um, and I, I would be hard pressed to believe. I mean, I don't know. I, I won't, I won't take a gander on, on percentage, but I would suggest that there is no family in this country that does not have a LGBTQ member in their family. And if you just said, not my family, you're not looking close enough. Yeah, right. If somebody wants to deny and argue that point, I, I absolutely agree with you. <clears throat> and anybody that's going to say, oh, not in my family, not in our family, you're just not looking close enough. Um, or yeah. you're or you're blah, you're denying the truth that's out there. Yeah. You know, are, are you disowned them, and so now you say they're not part of your family, but they really are. <laughs> right. Um, and you make another good point that yeah, right. We well, up until recently, I'd pretty take I'd pretty much taken it for granted that a black student union was on every college campus and. Yeah, you never right. That was necessary. That, and, but now we're, well, people of color better watch out because yeah, they're coming for the gays, and then they're gonna come for the colored, and then they're gonna come for the vegetarians, and then they're gonna come for, and then they're gonna right, and sooner or later they're gonna knock on the door for you. It's. Yeah, I know. You can do some fun things when you don't call people out directly, huh? Uh, <laughs> but that's what Florida is, is looking like. So perhaps the gay student, the black student unions, perhaps this is their time to stand up and say, hey, we're going to stand with our brothers and sisters over here in the LGBTQ crowd. We're, we're going we're gonna to let our color support the rainbow this year. We're gonna we're gonna protect and 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 be together mm -hmm. and and argue together against these anti-trans laws and anti-gay bills and all this anti-stuff. There's over four almost 500, 491 anti-gay or trans legislation, pieces of legislation going through state houses across the United States right now. Now Colorado's got one of them and it's already been defeated. So they're not all active and they're not all winning. There have been bills in Florida that have been defeated for various reasons. <clears throat> there's still 10 active bills in Florida. There's 53 in, in uh, Texas right now. Yeah. I'd be afraid to and, drive across and, and Texas and if I were a gay black man right now. For sure, I'd be afraid. <laughs> I'd be afraid to yeah. fly over the state at that point. But 
Yeah, we 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 we're we're uh, we're 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 treading on some very thin ice. Uh, you know, we're we're putting these laws and things in place that will wind up being ill, you know, doing irreparable damage and 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 be very difficult to roll back once they get in place. Right. That's that's what my eldest is concerned about. Is that things are going to get put in place. They're going to be really hard to roll back. And then an authoritarian right, far right candidate gets into federal office and and it becomes that much easier because there's that many states already out there on board with it, as it were. And 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 I, 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 I you know, talking about rollback, I just wanted to switch gears just for one second with this hall of the hoopla that we've had for the last two or three weeks on the debt limit right <laughs> yeah. why we if we could roll back all that time we lost about them toing and froing and all that craziness that they did just to sign a bill anyway which we know is going to happen right so why didn't y'all take the time three weeks ago or a month ago to do exactly what you just did for the last, you know, five or six days and all of the media and everybody's posturing just to sign a guy during bill. And anyway, how much money and time and effort and, and well, you could have been working on some real problems uh, to sit here and, and debate whether you basically pay your bills or not. Right. Exactly. And you and I spoke about this privately this week, right? That <clears throat> these are all rich white men. There's no question they were going to pass a bill sooner or later. Because defaulting on our economy would devastate the middle class, but it would hurt the upper class too. They, they would lose a lot of wealth out of this. So they know that. All these old rich, rich white guys, they know that we, we're going to have to do something, but let's see what we can monkey with before we do. Let's see what we can tear apart a little bit more before we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I once heard... And I mean, a, and... Go ahead. I, was just, I once heard a phrase when I was younger that mm -hmm. says, if you're not a, a, a liberal in your 20s, you don't have any heart. And if you're not a conservative by your 50s, you don't have any brains. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I think if you're if you're a conservative, you don't have any heart. And truly, if you're you don't have any brains either. It, it just seems like <clears throat> How do we grow from how can I help you, which is a predominantly liberal perspective? How do we support you? How do we help you? How do we give you a hand up? How do we put, pull on a bootstrap with you when you can't? And to that, that place of, and it seems like, you know, we're told we're supposed to grow up into a perspective that says, screw you, I got mine. Our dear Fiona asked. Well, in this country. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, in this great country, 
motto, give me your tired, your huddled masses. So, I mean, the, 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 the foundation, as it has been said, of this country is to be able to take the disparate parts, if you will, and make them whole, make them into this oneness, right? But now it's like, no, we ain't doing that. That's out. We're going to change that statement on the bottom of that statue. <laughs> you better be careful, dude. They're going to cancel the Statue of Liberty next. <laughs> She's a fascist. <laughs> Cover that shit up. <laughs> you just put the Statue yeah. of Liberty right in the crosshairs of the far right. You know that, huh? Yeah. I mean, how many, how, how, how contradictory can that be at, at, at the iconic symbol of what this country stands for and how we are supposed to be, uh, you know, this this great uh, uh, welcoming environment, <clears throat> and you're saying no, we don't. You know, if you come here, if you if you're LGBTQ, we're gonna ostracize you. If you come here and you're too black, we're gonna we're gonna put you in the back room. If you come here and you're too Asian, you know, we're gonna make you do this other thing or whatever. And and it's like really now. If you come here really and you don't now. speak English already, right? If you come here and you don't speak English, uh, you know, our friend Fiona asked a great question. At what age do you find your humanity? Yes. I, I, and I think that's exactly what we're talking about, Fiona, is there are far too many. Well, you know, the right loves to talk about grooming children. I think that in many ways we groom our children to believe these false identities and and we've all been groomed to to in various ways to buy into this you either have a heart or you have um or you get or you have money you either support mm -hmm. others or you get rich and luckily centers for spiritual living the unity movement the divine science movement religious science all the various new thought organizations are are anchored in the concept of helping each other find our humanity and yeah so for yeah. me yeah it was my mid-30s that i re that i found well it was there already but when i found this philosophy when i found this new thought movement it gave me the 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 playground in which to exercise those beliefs it gave me people that to uh, connect with and converse with and explore with how these beliefs might work in the world and can work in the world. And we do see a lot of good organizations doing a lot of good work to bring these principles forward in service to humanity. Um, great question. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, speaking of humanity, right, and, and serving humanity, I just I think it would be remiss if I don't say something about, in addition to uh, this being Pride Month beginning, there's also, and this is not tongue in cheek, the hurricane season starts today or yesterday. And they already have a, a, a tropical storm in the Gulf headed toward the panhandle of Florida. Now, we know in terms of humanitarian support, the potential for these doggone things to cause and to get one on the first day uh you know they're saying there may only be 17 or 12 to 17 i don't know uh but 
you know, in terms of being humanitarians, we've seen in the last couple of months, we haven't even gotten into some of this serious stuff with the floods and the fires. Plenty of opportunities for people to show humanitarian spirit, to help others. And pride is another month that just, just says, look, you can't run away from being a humanitarian. You can't run away from, from supporting people that may not look like you or act like you because there will continue to be celebrations and things that need to be resolved that we have to come together and look at humanity and not at our individual fiefdoms, if you will, of how we want to live in this world. You know, um, sometimes I think I have a really twisted sense of humor because I just <laughs> imagine those political cartoons and one of them is a guy on the floor, on the ground, buried underneath a, a, a palm tree with a MAGA hat on. And the other is a woman with a trans flag. And the guy underneath is saying, nah, that's all right. Just leave me here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good. I'm all right. I, I, I'm not... You're not really a, a man. You're, you know, you're not yes. really a woman. I'm not going to take your help. And and you know, yes. and obviously, yes. folks, we don't wish ill or harm upon every anybody out there. Um, but it does, right? There comes the time where a natural disaster. Very few people stop and ask, "Who are you?" When you need help, <laughs> and when Florida yep. needs help, right? Who's going to show up to help the people of Florida? The liberal, the people that care, the, the churches mm -hmm. and, and the liberal organizations and the humanitarian organizations are going to be the ones that are showing up with bottled water and lots of tarps for your roofs and and digging people out from underneath palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. Turn that turn that scenario around and. I'm pretty sure the MAGA people would would turn their would turn a blind eye and walk away if they saw somebody in a rainbow T-shirt trapped in a, under a palm tree. And just think about this. This is historical fact. Dr. Charles Drew, a mm -hmm. black physician who 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 was the primary person on blood transfusion and and anything in that vernacular, died because they would not trans give him a transfusion of blood now he created this whole process or, or, or fine-tuned it and is noted as the father of it but they would not allow him to get one in some little town in out of mississippi uh right or alabama one of the southern states i forget which one off the top of my head right now but but he died because they he they wouldn't let him get a transfusion We're almost at that point. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> we would definitely be going back in time if that's the case. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Uh, Burlington, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, April 1st, 1950, Charles Drew died in Burlington, North Carolina. Um and, you know, folks, we're looking at the clock. We know we're into our overtime section. So 
what I love about the new thought philosophy is it doesn't teach us what to think. It teaches us how to think. It doesn't tell us this is the answer. Mm -hmm. It invites us to find the answer <clears throat> that's true and real. Not, not necessarily what we want to be, but to find the answer, to find the truth. And each one of us, I think Fiona's question points to this as well. At what age do you find your humanity? I believe it's directly related to at what age you find this philosophy, whether you know it as new thought or not, whether you know it as divine science or not, whether it's just new agey pop, you know, pop spirituality, whatever name you want to find it. The day that we come to recognize our oneness, the day we come to recognize that you and I are no different, regardless of color or gender or political ideation, when the day when we come to recognize that, that's the day we find our humanity. And that's the day that we each are our individual contribution to the healing of this apparent division. We know there is no real division. We know it's just an illusion, but we don't know that until we come to that day of our awakening of finding our humanity. And and if and if and if you haven't been paying attention lately, there is a there is this little phrase that's slowly increasing on the airways that uh, humanity may go extinct in relationship to AI, right? So <laughs> so if you like being a human, like humanity, we we better make sure we we represent the team because. The, I mean, the creators of AI, the, the creators of AI are now saying, hey, there's a potential for AI to, to make us extinct. Right. If we're not, if we don't measure up in some way or shape, we're, we might be doomed. You know, um, I just saw a story yesterday and where was, um, I put together my stories for the good news tonight and I'm not finding it on my machine here. Um, but basically AI has found the cure for cancer. Some doctors put it, put some AI and I got to go find that story now. Um, I'm losing track of it. I don't want to lose track of where we are here. No, uh, that's a good one. But that, right. But I agree with you. If we don't shape up, AI might decide that we're not worth being on the planet anymore. AI may decide that we don't, we're not contributing to the evolution of consciousness, that we're not contributing to the evolution of, of life. Right? We got to remember, folks, it's not just human life. <laughs> there, if, as, I, as AI takes life, it might side with the lions and the tigers and the bears more than it sides with us. <laughs> and if, if they all get together, the dolphins will be controlling it. The whale, look at, I mean, look at how the whales are attacking boats right now. I think we've got a full on conspiracy going on here now. <laughs> Somebody get me on 8chan. <laughs> the AI are controlling the whales and the, and the yeah. dolphins now. <laughs> but thank you for allowing us to have a little bit of fun and, 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 uh, and joke around here, folks. But, uh, there, there is, in my opinion, a mandate. 
there is a call um, and it is necessary if if humanity is truly going to survive on this planet. We not only got to take better care of the planet, but we got to take better care of each other. And Mm -hmm. anything, in my opinion, that goes against a an expression of caring, any anything that goes against um, promoting the fact that people belong, that they're that we each belong here, that everyone has a right to be here on this planet alive. Anything that goes against that, uh, that's going against the tide of evolution, and that's not going to work. These anti-LGBTQ bills may win in the short term, um, but they go against the affirmation of care for a human being. Eventually, that 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 philosophy just cannot endure. Right. Um, yeah, that's my it's story. Be, yes, 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 and and I, I guess. You know, again, I'm going to, I mean, Ernest's statement, a house divided cannot stand. Uh, we have to fix that, right? We have to fix that because yeah. we know that, that that's what will happen. It won't stand. And then, uh, you know, and I guess there may be some people say, well, okay, then that gives us a chance to create something new. And I would agree. However, if we bring the same attitude that we have right now into creating something new, it's going to, you know, it may look different, but it's going to be the exact same thing, uh, you know, ideologically or or functioning. So, you know, we we really have to figure out, as, 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 uh, as Brother Sharif says, a world that works for all. That means rocks, the birds, the trees, the animals, the, uh, the humans, the, the, the the invisible forces of the universe. I mean, it all has to work together. We have to make a place that works for all. Yeah. Yes. My question, I I who will rise up and lead the next constitutional convention <clears throat> in the United States? And and yeah, you know, and I'm still in that place. I don't even know if it, if it would, if we could get it to pass. But I think it's absolutely time for, especially in America, to start exploring these things, and say how do we, how do we create a government, a society, a culture that cares more for people for life than it does for dollars and and gross national product and 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 all that and capitalism and all that stuff how do we create a culture that cares more for the people than for the ideology they may have been led to believe mhm mhm yeah that's that song I got work to do, work to do, work, work, work. We got work to do. Exactly. Um, and here's what I trust is I trust that work is being, is being done. I know there are good people in good organizations all around the country, all around the world um, that are doing the good work of demonstrating and living 
whether they know it or not, whether they teach it or not, whether they've ever heard of the term new thought, they're living and growing and creating this world, um, this world that works for all, all life. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the question is, mm -hmm. am I on board with that or am I fighting against that? And if I'm on board, I've got to get more people on board. It doesn't really help to just yell at the people that are fighting against it because, you know, I'm pretty sure there were more. Uh, my Gary Larson's coming forward. I'm sure there were more than a couple of species that stood on the on the dock, as it were, and laughed at Noah. And said, yeah, they're all going to die in that dumb box and didn't want to get on board with where the tides were going. Didn't want to get on board with affirming life. Um, and so I don't worry about the magas. They'll get, they'll get left behind. If they don't want to get on board. They'll get left behind. Let's start and that to, to build. Go ahead. And that, that I was going to say, that just reminds me of that other song. People all over the world get on the love train. The next stop is your hometown. The next stop is your neighborhood. Get on the love train. And let's just ride, and and you know we can we, we can have a joyous ride, resolving issues, having fun, enjoying life, and affirming life in every way that it appears. Mm -hmm. OJ's get on the love train. You know, folks, it would be great if we had these set these up and recognize. Well, let's get it all back to the love trade at about three minutes before we're done. I could pull up the song and play it. Uh, we don't. We don't. We're not quite that organized, but uh, but I'm with you. It's time to go get on the love trade. So here's our call, folks. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna let you get into your day. But I encourage you go to YouTube and search the OJ's Love Train. And, Give it a listen at some point today. Don't don't just laugh at us about this one. Go yeah. get on. Go listen to the song and listen and listen to the song and get on the love train. I'm Rev Robert on behalf of my co-host here, Reverend Elzia. This is Ministers Talking Shit. We're gonna get out of here for now. Let you get into your day, but please do stay tuned to what's happening here on New Thought Media Network. Uh, it's another great full day of programming. Everything from Be Your Own Hero. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, morning prayer, morning sip, uh, Emma Moreno and our Spanish language program, our Spanish prayers at 930, uh, practicing the infinite possibility. It's getting to the point where I can't go through all the shows that happen every Friday anymore. Uh, but I will be back with the good news at five o'clock tonight. So plan to join us for that. Z, before I hit this next button and play the thank you video, anything left we haven't said this morning? No, I think, you know, the essence of it is be a humanitarian and get involved with life. That's the only thing we want to reiterate. Get on get on the humanitarian love tree and let's go get some work done. Amen. Get on the love train. Now you guys don't want to hear me sing. Let's get out of here. Until next week, folks, we'll be back again soon. Until then, wishing you peace and richest blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends.
Until next time, peace and blessings.